today's message is transformed mind, transformed life. And we are in this series, transformed mind, transformed life. And today we are going to have the third message of this series. And today I want to teach about mental health. <laughs> yeah, mental health. But at the end we're going to understand what that means. <laughs> I'm not saying that you are crazy. But we need this God, God's visitation. And today I want, through the word of God, through the word of God, I want to equip you. And I pray that God will begin to bring healing, not just to your body, but to, be, to begin to bring healing over our mind also. You may be, maybe you don't have a problem with your body, but you have a problem with your mind. And today you are going to understand and to receive this word from the Lord. Why? Because sometimes all of us, we have problems with our, our mind. And sometimes the enemy use your past or our past experiences to build strongholds in our minds. Because he wants to destroy you. Did you know that? The enemy wants to destroy you. And he, he will use all the circumstances that you are, you are in to destroy you. He, he will use the sickness in your body to afflict your mind. Have you seen that? Sometimes you have a problem in your body. But it's your mind that are, uh, is afflicted. It's how he works. He will use the relationship problems to harass your mind. He's going to use problems with your children, your family, your mom, your dad to harass your mind. And today you need to decide to change your mindset. Because only a transformed mind can experience the best of God. I'm going to start saying one thing. There are many things that uh, you are thinking that are in your mind that, is, that are lies from the devil. It's not from the Lord. And you believe in a lot of lies. And today... What you need is this mental health. Because if you have a transformed mind, then you're going to have a transformed life. This is what I'm teaching. Most of life battles are won or lost in your mind. Do you agree with that? Most of our, our battles, they are lost here first. And I have good news. For you, the good news is that God's word is powerful, not just to help you, but to transform and renew your mind with the truth. Yeah. 
And the truth is one person. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. <laughs> Just him can take you from this prison that you are in, your mind. And you you not active the best of God if your mind is not transformed and renewed with the truth of the word of God. Our thoughts are powerful. Do you agree with that? Huh? <laughs> you are what you think. Your life is in this way because of your thoughts. You are doing what your mind is guiding you to do. Isn't it? Don't blame others. Don't blame your pastor. Don't blame your mom, your dad. It's your mind that is guiding your life. Because our thoughts is so powerful. They change our perspective. They change our decisions and influence and change our habits. You have a lot of habits in your life because of your thoughts. And it's time to change. Or time to change your thinking so you can change your life. Amen? And because God's word is so powerful, let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 10 from verse 3 to 5. Please, let's read all together. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. Verse 4. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. 5. We demolish arguments and every pretension that set itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Wow. The Greek word translated as power in this verse, it is the word Dunamis. Have you heard this, this word? Dunamis. Most of you. Dunamis, it means explosive. Or miracles, power of God. And from this word, dunamis, we have the word dynamite. dynamite. <laughs> and, and the Bible says the weapon that we we fight with. They have divine power. I think you didn't understand. The war, the weapons that we fight with, they have divine power, or it's like dynamite, something explosive that can destroy things that are in our mind. That are in your mind. That's what we're going to see right now. Because the Bible says they have divine power to demolish 
and destroy what? Strongholds. What are strongholds, pastor? Maybe you don't know. The term stronghold appears at least 50 times. Are you with me? Are you with me? Okay, thank you. The term stronghold appears in the Bible at least 50 times in the Bible. Strongholds. It, it commonly refers to fortress or prison with difficult access. This is stronghold. No one can access. Maybe you have watched some movie and you see the stronghold with a big walls. No one can enter inside. But it's in simple terms. I'm going to teach you now in simple terms or biblically. Strongholds are your thoughts, arguments, and reasonings. What are strongholds? Thoughts, arguments, and reasonings. And the devil, our spiritual enemy, wants to attack your mind and to create a stronghold of deception. And you start believing things that's not true, but he, he, he can build this stronghold. So you believe something that's not true and that takes you away of God's promises, of God's healing, of God's calling. God has something for you, but what you believe are driving your life to another direction. You are doing what you are minding are driving you, isn't it? Always, 100% of time, is your mind is dictating. And the devil tries to shape your thinking one lie at a time. One lie at a time. And you are a prisoner of deception. What, what does the devil tell you? I'm going to say something that maybe you are listening. I, I can't trust people anymore. I was hurt in the past. I cannot trust anyone. It's better to be alone, to be at home, than with people, or then even in the church. Maybe you have listened. You will never succeed. You are never going to have a good marriage. Or God doesn't hear your prayers. God doesn't care about you. Why? I am suffering so much. God doesn't care about me. You are never going to make a difference. No. You are always going to be broke, defeated. You will never be set free from addiction. You know what you are addicted to. And... You have some mindset, it's forever. I will never going to lose weight. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, but some people say, no, it's impossible. Some people, are you never going to be set free from pornography? 
Even some people are never going to be set free from cigarettes, from alcohol, and on and on and on, because there are some mindset created by Satan. And this is a lie. If you read this book, you are going to see if the truth set you free. If Jesus set you free, you are free indeed. If the truth, the truth is a person. Only one person can enter inside of that stronghold and take you out. And this person is Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he is the truth. And what I'm teaching you is the truth. And when you listen and receive the truth, the truth, the truth set you free. Hallelujah. Some people are listening to me right now in this place, in this room. And some people even on the internet are listening to me. And you have had even suicidal thoughts. Destructive thoughts. Such as, I have no value. Why I am living. It's better to take my life. And you, and you thought about suicide. I know. Many Christian marriages stuck in their spiritual bondages. Do you know why? Do you know why some people, some Christians, they are stuck in their spiritual bondages? Because they think like elephants. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not here to offend you, okay? But you are going to understand why some people, I'm going to give you one example. And maybe you think like elephant. I'm going to give you one example. How many of you have ever seen a circus elephant tied to a stake? How many of you have seen? Maybe in a movie or on the TV. Did you, did, did you know that you can keep one big elephant captive with only a short rope tied to a stake in the ground? Did you know that? Yes. How does a, a such big elephant can be stuck with a such weak device? that bind and hold down a large and strong elephant. Of course, the elephant could set itself free easily with only a fraction of his strength. He could do that, but he doesn't. Why? How do they keep the elephant bound in this way, in the circus? I have, I have like I had circus in my hometown. And I used to go there, and I saw, I saw the big elephant. And they were tied in a small rope. And, uh, and, uh, and that they could easily to get free. But why they don't do that? When the small elephant was weaker, the rope was strong enough to hold it down. When he was weaker, the rope was strong. And the elephant, and now the elephant is big and strong, 
but it stays in a place simple because it doesn't know that it can break the rope and go free. And this is how Satan used to work. The only power that the enemy has over you is the power to deceive you with lies that are strongholds built to disrupt your life. When a believer knows who they are in Christ and lives accordingly, they live in freedom. I'm going to say again, when the believers know who they are in Christ, they live accordingly. They live in freedom. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Years ago, you know, I was an addicted young man in drugs, pornography, and my life was destroyed. But I had one encounter with the truth that is a person. And when you know the truth, then what I said, I'm not going to stay as a slave anymore. I'm not a slave. I am free. If Jesus set you free, you are free indeed. But this is a lie that you cannot be free. This is a lie. Many Christians, they have their, this, this stronghold in your life, in your mind. No, I cannot be set free. Yes, you can. Many of us were stuck to many strings when we were children or young. And today we need to free ourselves from these lies that have imprisoned your mind to your past. Talking to people, I can see so many fearful Christians afraid to face circumstances. I see many people, they are afraid. Sometimes I am expecting the person to take a step of faith, to do something, but they never do anything. They stay waiting, waiting, waiting. Why? Because we have this fear inside of us. Because of your past, how you live it. And Satan has imprisoned you because of your past. And also some people that even listen to me right now, they are imprisoned by their sins and addictions, even in the kingdom of God. And I am here to say to you today that God's word is powerful. Not just to help you, but to transform you and to renew your mind and to destroy these strongholds from your mind. Can you say amen? God's word, Jesus Christ is the word of God. And God's word is powerful to transform and renew your mind. But it's time for you to decide your thinking so God can change your life. Some believers come to me and say, Pastor, if God would only change the circumstances, then my life would be perfect. Have you heard that? I am listening every day. Some people say, this is my biggest and only problem, Pastor. 
if God performed this miracle in my life, oh, everything is done. This is a lie. Sorry. <laughs> the scripture says different and the opposite. Yeah? The scripture says totally opposite. Romans 12, 2 says that your mind has to change first so that your life can be transformed. Can you say amen? amen? Because when you, the Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. When your mind is transformed, then your life will be transformed. But first is your mind. Say to the person next to you, first is your mind. You have to change your mind. Change your mind. If it is all the mind, you are going to repeat once again, again and again, the same mistake of last year. Because it's your old thinking. This is the stronghold. Don't wait for your circumstances to change before you change your mindset. God said, change your mind. Not Pastor Mars. Amen? S help me to preach and say to the person next to you, change your mind. God said, change your mind. You have to change your mind. You have to change. It's not God. Some people are waiting on God. And some people say, oh, God, help me. Oh, change your mind. No, it's you. God said, transform your mind. You have to renew your mind. All these lies. Oh, I'm nothing. I'm so small. I can't. Oh, poor of me. Poor of you. You are the, the son of the, the living God. You are the daughter of the living God. You are not a poor of me. Amen. This is what we are. God gave us his word. You have the word of God. God gave us the church. God gave us the Holy Spirit. So that our minds can be transformed and changed. Amen. The real reason the Lord wants us to manage our mind is because our life always Heads to the direction of our most dominant, strongest thoughts. I'm going to repeat it again. Your life is currently following the direction of your most dominant, strongest thoughts. Where those thoughts are at, that's exactly where your emotions, where your body and everything is headed to. If those thoughts are, I am a failure. <laughs> My life sucks. Everyone around me, hey, hey, everyone hates me. I am rejected. I am lonely. And many times, psh, many times, these thoughts are sent by demons, and you do not know. Are sent by demons. If you hold to own them, these lies, it will open the door for demons in your life. I know what I'm teaching. <laughs> 
I am working with deliverance of people for near 30 years. I know what. I have, I, I have driven out demons from many. I drove out demons, de demons from people many times, from hundreds of people. I know what I'm teaching you. And also, demons will begin to torture your, your life if you accept these lies in your mind. I have seen people in church, in church, they are receiving the word and they are always passive. They don't do anything. They are waiting. <laughs> waiting. They don't think. They don't have a positive mind based on the word of God. I'm not teaching here positive thinking, okay? I'm not teaching you that. I'm teaching the word of God. You know the truth and the truth. You set you free. This is what I'm teaching you. Even the book, I'm going to prove you that some of your thoughts are from the devil. Some of your thoughts are from the devil. In the book of Acts chapter 5, Peter rebuked a believer in the church. 5 verse 3. Then Peter said, let's read all together. Ananias, why? Have you let Satan fill your heart? You lied to the Holy Spirit and you kept some of the money, money for yourself. He has said that one believer from the church, he accepts a thought. One idea from whom? Clear, from Satan. He, and Satan said, came to him and Satan said, this money belongs to God, but you can give less and say that you received less. <laughs> and the Bible says that it was Satan who put this idea in Ananias' mind. I have another example in the Bible. And now I'm going to go further. Who here is Jesus' disciple? Are you Jesus' disciple? Now, one disciple of Jesus Christ. Oh, you can welcome. You can have a seat. Like, <coughs> when Jesus' disciple received one evil idea from Satan. Be careful. Uh, John 13, John 13, verse 2 and 27. And, and super being ended... The devil, having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Now after the piece of the bread, Satan entered him. Then Jesus said to him, and it, but we're going to stop here. The Bible says, first Satan put a thought in the mind of Judas. To betray the Jesus. And few verses later, the Bible says that Satan entered in his life. Satan put one idea, evil idea, in the mind of one disciple of Jesus Christ. And this is why sometimes you are listening to some voice. Take your life. You're worth nothing. And many people, they... They thought about that. And so Satan will send a thought, ideas. 
If you receive it, if you feed it, nurture it, and then you become enslaved. And he will destroy your life, your family, your finances, and your spiritual life. If you accept it. My friend, my brothers and sisters, Satan uses thoughts to harass Christians. If we hold on then, these thoughts take root in our minds, then begin to develop life on its own in our mind. And they become a stronghold, a mindset in our lives. And then go to our subconscious thinking. Then you can't stop anymore. Then you are a slave. Then you are going to follow your thoughts. I can't. I can't. I am this way. I am addicted. God wants to liberate us from that. God wants you to set you free. Or Jesus did that at the cross. But the point is, okay, pastor, Jesus wants to set me free. But are you with me? But why? You have all these thoughts. Why? I'm going to ask you, what are you eating? What are you drinking? <laughs> A lot of Christians don't drink, but their mind does. Mm. A lot of Christians don't smoke, but their mind does. A lot of, of Christians don't drink liquors. But their mind drinks. Or maybe you don't use drugs anymore. But and about your mind. And then you are going to say, Pastor, how can I put these liquors in my mind, these drugs in my mind, these cigarettes in my mind? How? Look to the majors that you are watching. The majors, the internet, have been intoxicating your mind and causing these things to seem darker, darker than they are, worse than they are, because you are feeding yourself with all these intoxicating things that are destroying, that makes you feel Horrible. Where have you been feeding yourself? Where? What is the food you drink that you have given to your mind? What is the food that you have given to your mind? Huh? Answer to yourself right now. You have to give one answer. Where are you feeding yourself? <laughs> How can you have a, a great, good life wasting your time on social media? 
Wasting your time playing games on the internet. You are destroying your life. <laughs> yeah. Some amen here? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You are drinking a lot of vodka and say, I'm okay, pastor. My mind is okay. No, it's full of rubbish. This is the reason. Wasting your time on the internet, destroying your mind. And some of you, destroying your life on pornography. You don't know how destructive is pornography. Pornography is going to destroy your mind. It's going to destroy your marriage. It's going to destroy your future. Stop it. Before it's too late. I know I was one. Here you are looking to an addicted one. I was before. I know what I'm preaching and teaching. What are you fooling your mind when with? Mind management is the priority of a winner because your victory starts within you, not around you. Okay? Do you agree with? And I want to give you to finish some very practical steps. How to shift your mindset. Would you like to know? How to shift your mindset. Pastor, how can I... Like, transform my mind. First, we have to take responsibility for our thoughts. Amen? What you have to do? Please understand, you can't change your mindset until you take responsibility for your thoughts. You cannot change. And you take this responsibility. Also, you can't change your mindset in one instant. Okay? You can't. If someone say to you, I'm going to pray for you, and your mind is going to be transformed. This is a lie. You can be healed instantly. You can be set free from demons instantly. But your mind takes time. You need to fill your mind of good things. It's not instantly. Some people come to me and say, Pastor, please help me. Because uh, many bad things in my mind pray for me. Okay, I'm going to pray, but then what are you filled, feeding your mind? <laughs> I pray for you and you go home. And you go to that, uh, you know what? Receive a prayer here, go home and mm, mm, like, don't like, uh, and then. Sorry. You come here and ask, oh Lord, forgive me, and go home and start doing the same thing. You need to change your mind, change your mind, change your mind. If not, you're going to repeat the same mistakes. In 10 years, you're going to be addicted, man. 
in 12, in 20 years, you're going to be the same if you don't change your mind today. Please change your mind. Receive the word of God and say, I am able to change my mind because this is the truth. And when you know the truth, the truth sets you free. And you can be free. This is a lie that you cannot be free from this addiction. This is a lie. First, start taking responsibility for your thoughts. Amen? Many people are waiting for God to change their mindset. But this is is impossible. This is where the problem begins. Because uh, you are not taking responsibility for your thoughts. You have to control your thoughts and your mind. Who have to control? Let's read Philippians 4.8. Philippians 4.8. Let's read all together. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, think about such things. Think about such things. You have to control your mind. Why? You are drinking a lot of poisonings. And then the Bible says, what? whatever is pure. Because you have this mind. Because you are feeding yourself with, with impurity. You have to, to fill your mind. Think about such thing. You have to control your mind. Think about things that are excellent. Amen? Proverbs 23, verse 7 says, For as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. As a man man thinks, so he is. You are the product of your mind. You are the product of your mind. You you receive what your mind believes. You you can control control your thoughts. What did I say? You can. You can control your mind. Why? The Bible says, think what is pure. If it was not possible, why God would say to you, Think about what is pure, what is holy, what is good, what is noble. Why you have this mind? Because you are thinking in impure things. This is the only problem. And the Bible says, think about what is pure. You can have the control of your mind. This is why I told you that today I'm going to preach about what? Mental health. (laughs) This is a a problem in the church, mental health. Yeah. Or there is a boss and there is authority in me and in you. And you have to say yes and no for your thoughts. Amen? You have to say yes. You have to say no to your thoughts. If you don't say yet no, 
Sometimes you are scrolling, and then it's going to say, no, stop, too much. This is not for a believer, for a person who loves Jesus. This is not for myself. You have to learn how to say no or yes. First, you have to, to take what? Responsibility for your thoughts. Second, capture your thoughts before they make you their captive. Okay? Let's read 2 Corinthians 10, 5. 3 to 5. Let's read all together. We demolish arguments and every pretension that set itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. The King James Version says, casting down imaginations and every high thing. Capture your thoughts before they make you their captives. Did you get? Captive your thoughts. You, ca you can't make thoughts captive until you capture them. Okay? Until you capture. What means capture my thoughts, pastor? Become aware of them. You have to become aware. <gasps> wow, what I was thinking. <laughs> and many of your thoughts here are going to be like a stone. Show. <gasps> this is not my thoughts. <laughs> but these thoughts, like how uh, I am a believer. How can uh, a son of God can think uh, things uh, like that? Before we can make our thought captives, we first have to become aware of them. And the best way to do that is to stop for a moment, take a pause, breathe, and just observe what's happening, what I'm doing. Why are, are these thoughts thinking on their own? Are you allowed in your thoughts guiding you to guide you? You're going to say, why am I thinking like that? You need to stop to observe your thoughts. Why my, my thoughts are working without permission? Like, look, they are working without permission. Who planted that in my, in my mind? Who injected this into my mind? Where is the basis for that? What you just did until here, you captured them. Or the boss that is inside of you, your spirit, they saw something, somebody misbehaving, and then you only can captive what you are already captured. But if you are not aware, and they are lonely thoughts or negative thoughts, you can't subdue them because you don't even recognize them. Okay? You need to recognize. <coughs> when you note, like, rejection thoughts, anxious thoughts, 
sometimes is not prod product of your imagination, okay? Paul says, Ephesians 6, 16, Paul says that fiery dart from the enemy that is flying. Wow. Do you know what is dart? And the Bible says sometimes some dart flying around your head. From whom? The Bible says from the enemy. And the dart enters, okay, it's okay, no problem. <laughs> you, have to, you have to say, I'll thought you are not going any further. Stop right now. You have to have the control of your thoughts. Can you imagine you being controlled by your thoughts? You have to have the control of your thoughts. You have to stop it and to abort that line of thought. No, I'm not going to do that. You remove and you say, no, this doesn't go any further. You can't captivate it until you catch it, until you are aware of it. Are you with me? Okay. And the last point. Don't focus on emptying your mind. What did they say? <laughs> emptying your mind is just a technique from Eastern meditation. Okay? You don't have to empty your mind. You have to fill it. Everything is pure. Everything that is holy, you have to fill your mind, not to empty your mind. Emptying your mind is passive. Filling your mind is active. Emptying your mind makes you susceptible to demoniac infiltrations. Filling your mind makes you powerful because it can push away any evil infiltration. Hmm. Emptying your mind can lead you to demonization, but filling your mind leads you to filling of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible never teaches us to these passive techniques just to relax. Have you ha, ha, listened to that before? Ah, just to relax. Think about nothing. We're so tired. <laughs> Just relax, do nothing. This is very dangerous. That's why so many people get depressed, anxious, sad, and with suicidal thoughts. You need to fill your mind intentionally, actively, aggressively, and purposely. Everything is pure. Put good things in your mind. Feed yourself of good things. Why? There is a war around us, if you do not know. You can't walk around without a weapon. There is a spiritual world around us. Maybe you don't believe, but I know what I'm teaching. 
around you, in your house, in your job. There are demons walking around you. The Bible says in 1 Peter, demons, they are walking around you, trying to devour you, to destroy your life. Because the enemy came to kill and steal and destroy. And there is a war happening, and some believers, they are just scrolling. <laughs> They are not active with their thoughts. They are not active against against what's happening there. They are just playing games on their phones, just surfing on the internet and having relaxing time. And Satan is laughing at you. (laughs) We are in a spiritual warfare. Do you believe that? God wants to train your hands and your things for the battle. God wants to train your thoughts and to raise and to direct your thoughts. Maybe you have heard this saying that says, one idle mind is what? The devil's workshop. Have you heard that? Does he have some workshop? (laughs) Yeah? what I can see. A lot of devs workshop everywhere. There are many, pin- many things to be done in the kingdom of God. And the people, they are lazy. Nowadays, most of people, they are lazy. Oh, no, pastor, I'm so tired. I just need to relax. I just need to do nothing. Oh, this is why you are in this circumstance. Or this way. Like we have so many things. You have to fill your mind with good things. We have free meetings. We, we, we have Bible studies. We have conquer school. We have the cell meetings. But some people, oh no, it's a, I, have, I have the right just to rest and to relax. Please don't be lazy. This is the reason. Are you reading this book? Read it. Study it. Meditate. Memorize. Confess. This is the truth that will set you free. And you give so many food to your body. But what's the food that you are giving to your mind? (laughs) This is their problem. Spend time studying. We are teaching Bible school. But few people are coming. We have Bible students. Few people are going. And this is why your mind is lost. And then to finish with this last verse again. 2 Corinthians 10, 5, 4, 5. It says, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments. And every pretension that set itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We are in a a war. And you have to take captive every thought. You have to do that, to take captive. You know what is to take captive? When, when a soldier 
take someone captive. What that means, you know. Then he's going to say, you're going to obey me. Thought. You are not going to guide my life anymore. It's a lie. It's an enemy in your mind. Have you noticed there is no passivity here? The apples of our warfare. You are in a war. Please let's stand up. Because a soldier don't fight seated. They are always standing. And please don't move right now. And also don't don't talk. What God did speak to you today? Do you have some strongholds? Now it's time to start. Bring them captive. Amen? Then now you are going to say, ha, I'm not going to be deceived anymore. I am set free. I'm not a slave of sin anymore. I'm not a slave of sin anymore. It's something active. Don't be lazy. Okay, I'm going to just relax. Oh, no! It's a war. It's not time to relax. Some people say, oh, Pastor, I am so sad. I don't even time, I don't have time to be sad. Because I have, so, I have so many things to do. I'm always happy working the, the, the kingdom of God. And then, my beloved brothers, please, this is a war. This is a war. You are in a war. And you cannot let your thoughts to guide you anymore. Amen? And now it's time. I'm going to take all of them captives. But it's not going to, you are not going to be fixed today. There's no magical prayer. You are going to go home and you're going to start feeding your mind. Amen? Amen. And then you're going to watch things on the TV or on your phone that's going to help you, your mind. Amen? Food for your mind. And then, in few days, we, you are going to know who you are in Christ. I am more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He is my God. And then you are going to know who you are. And then you are going to see the supernatural of God in your life. You are going to see that the power of the Holy Spirit are in your life. That big elephant. <laughs> that keep that Im image that, that uh, maybe it's you. Today you're gonna say, I'm not gonna be here anymore. I am free. Jesus set me free. You don't need to be addicted to keeping this addiction anymore. Close your eyes. Let's pray right now. Now it's time for you to take every thought captive, like a prisoner of war. Yeah, maybe you have been in prison of your thoughts. Then you're going to say, ah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not let you to drive my life anymore. Oh, you have to take the control of your thoughts, or your thoughts will control your life. Don't let your thoughts, your thoughts to control your life. 
Because many of your these thoughts are lies from the devil. Oh, put your apple to good use right now. You have got to go to war. And you need to say, I'm not going to be lazy. I'm going to seek the Lord. I'm going to wake up earlier to pray. I'm going to wake up earlier to read my Bible. I'm going to feed from the word of God. And the word that is Jesus, you set me free. Started praying right now. Pray your prayer. Maybe it's, now it's time for you to take captive every thought, every lies that are in your life. Your life don't, don't prosper. You, you don't prosper. Your life is like is stuck. And now you have to say, I am blessed. I am more than conquerors. Get out of this stronghold in Jesus' name. Start praying right yourself. What the Holy Spirit spoke to you. Maybe you have some addictions in your life. And you are going to say, I'm, not, I'm going to stop this addiction. I'm not slave of sin. Jesus set me free. I'm not slave of sin anymore. Oh Lord, Father, I pray for all my brothers and sisters right now. Lord, I pray, change their mind. Holy Spirit, help us to transform our minds. Because only a transformed mind... That's going to lead us to a transformed life. Lord, we are rebooking and we are bringing captive every thought that comes from the devil. And we declare everything that is pure, everything is, that is holy. We are going to think about it. In Jesus' name, I declare, these people that are listening to me right now, these people that are here in this room, these people that are listening to me through the internet, I declare they are going to walk in freedom. I declare freedom because you are not a slave anymore. If the sun set you free, you are free indeed. And declare right now, I am free indeed. in Jesus' name. Start to declare, I am free in Jesus' name. I am free in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I am free. Oh, I bless you and I declare, Jesus, you are going to receive all the glory because they received the truth and the truth will set them free and we are going to give you all the honor and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praised be the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> glory to you, Jesus. Glory to you.